right, it. to ship to something newsworthy, not that the line at Starbucks isn't newsworthy. I think that affects <laughs> a lot of people, probably more than this story yes, coming does. up. But uh, we have been waiting to see progress or bounce back from the terrible drawdown that we saw in education with our kids after COVID. We all know that uh, we dropped in math and reading and other basic measures of education. But it turns out that Michigan students are making a very slow recovery from their academic losses, according to national researchers, who say if nothing changes, a full recovery could take five more years in school in math and more than a decade in reading. Tom Kane is with us, the faculty director of the Center for Educational Progress Research at Harvard. Tom, thank you for taking some time with us. Nice to, nice to have, uh, thanks for having me on, Mitch. Yeah, it's nice to be here too, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, so, so the English thing has affected even the people at Harvard, yes, I can see. exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you should you should see the Massachusetts scores. Yeah, really. I, gonna, I, I wanted to talk Michigan, but let's just talk about Harvard for a moment. Um, so this is very disconcerting news. Why a decade to make up for reading? Can you explain? You know how you fall behind that far. So, so the students in Michigan lost about. Uh, almost half of a grade level in reading between 2019 and 2022. That, that's a large loss. Um, and the recovery from 2022 to 2023, so that, that first full year of re recovery that we're measuring here, was only you know, one one-hundredth of a grade level in, in reading. And so the more than a decade was, okay, if you keep progressing at one one hundredth of a grade level and you're trying to make up half, it's going to, it's going to take decades. Okay. So here, uh, here's a, here's a basic sort of, you know, it's a piece of pie and let's cut it into pieces kind of question. You go into 2020 and schools close down. That means you can not do work. There's a period of time where schools were just closed period. Yep. Then they started to do online stuff. You're doing the work, but it's not as effective. That's the big chunk of pie that's taken out. Now kids are back in school full time. Yep. Why is it not as simple as just putting the piece of pie back in? Okay, we're back in school. We're back up well, to speed. See, that's a great question. And this is the thing that I think has has confused a lot of parents. So when, so here, here's a good analogy. Like say there were the school buses were running. The school buses got stopped, you know, you know, stuck in a traffic jam right. uh, during the pandemic. They resume running at the same previous pace. They're not making up for the lost ground. So parents see kids are back in school. That's like the school buses are running again. But there is all of that ground that they lost that they're not making up. The only yeah. way they can make up that loss is by learning faster than in the typical school year. And, and that's and not so, happening. That's it's barely happening. So, it, it, so, a so tenth of a percent. Yeah. Right. Wow. Uh, so it seems to me that the only way you ever make that up is summer school 
or you know some some amount of of, of learning additional weeks or something like that that you didn't have before because to use your bus example if you want to catch up you have to you basically have to drive through the night yes that's exactly right um so you can you can drive through the night or you can drive try to drive faster now a lot of school districts are have been trying to drive faster by you know um you know providing additional training to teachers uh maybe making some adjustments to their curriculum, but that's hard to do. Like, it's like hard to like change productivity overnight. Uh, instead, like students need, just need more time engaging with teachers in order to make up for this lost ground. And, you know, honestly, this has been one of the problems is I think districts, have not realized you know they how just how big of a gap they have and and what it's going to take to catch up so they've been doing things like tutoring um which can produce you know the equivalent of an extra year of learning if you give a kid um you know 36 for 36 weeks three sessions per week like so 108 sessions you you'd get the equivalent of an extra year's worth of learning within a school year. But if you only do that for two or three or 5% of kids, right? That's not like enough. just five. It's not enough. And yeah. doesn't sound like, are, it doesn't sound like the model is set up to, you know, speed up the bus, so to speak. It sounds like the model is set up to teach the way they've always taught. And so when you have a big interruption, then you come back at the same speed you're just going to have everybody be behind. So there's right. the way the way Tom that this manifests itself because we've got to wrap this up is that the third grader takes his reading woes into fourth grade, the fourth grade then doesn't accomplish as much as it used to, takes the woes into the fifth grade. Exactly. And you know, by the time you get to sixth grade, you're 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 not doing the stuff you're supposed to be doing at sixth grade level, so therefore you can't really prep for junior high school. Is that the dilemma that we're in? That- that's the dilemma. And Mitch, here's here are three things districts can be doing and should be doing right now uh, because the federal money runs out in eight months. So there are three things they can do. Number one, tell parents which kids are behind grade level. A lot of parents are misinformed. They think their kids didn't lose much ground during the pandemic. That's wrong um, in, in a lot of cases, not in every case. So school districts need to tell parents if their child is behind grade level. They need to do it this spring um, because, number two, they need to let parents sign up for summer learning this coming summer. Um, uh, And uh, number three, the only way to extend the recovery into next school year is to set aside some of these federal dollars for tutoring and after-school programs, and to sign those contracts before the federal spending deadline of of September 24, because federal budget rules won't allow districts to use this money to pay employee salaries after September, but they do allow districts to make payments on contracts that were signed before September. Oh, so they so, need to move fast. All right. So they need to move fast. Tom, I'm uh, for that for that 
clear-headed approach, I'm nominating you for the new president of Harvard. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You're the most sensible person I've heard with Harvard after his name in a long time. So thank you for spending a little time with us. All right. Thanks, Mitch. Have a great weekend.